Radio Pulpit, 6.57 a.m. 33 after 6 is your time. It's Radio Pulpit. Let's praise him. My family is the name of the program this morning. Um, and uh, we want to... We, my phone is doing something here. And uh, we want to welcome again uh, Professor Vianin Tindili joining us uh, on the line this morning. Dada, good morning to you and thank you for your time. Yeah, good morning. I'm happy to be here. Yes, no, thank you, Dada. So very quickly, uh, last week, uh, Dada, we were, t- we, or rather we've been talking about discipleship. And I think, uh, I don't know about the family, but it's starting to sink in for me, uh, you know, quite nicely. Last week, we looked at the importance of discipleship. And this week, we are going to touch on the purpose of discipleship. But uh, do you want to just maybe, Dada, recap and uh, um, summarize uh, for us before we move on to the purpose of discipleship? Yeah, so we mentioned uh, six uh, reasons why we say that discipleship is important. Yes. The first one is that Christ, throughout his earthly ministry, focused on discipleship. I would say exclusively so. Um, Other things that he did tendential, but the thing that he focused on was discipleship. Number two, Paul also focused squarely on discipleship. He raised young men and young women whom he discipled and who had an impact uh, in their various generations. Number three, God the Father himself focused on discipleship. Mm-hmm. We will say that when I talk talk about direct discipleship, people that God himself groomed uh, for discipleship. Mm-hmm. And then the Great Commission uh, focused on discipleship. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else that Christ said we should do. He said, go into the world and make people in every nation, disciples. Mm. That's the only thing, that's the only commission he left us with. Mm -hmm. He didn't give us four commissions, he gave us one. Mm. And that one commission focused on discipleship. Sure. Number five, every person that God used, both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, every person, without an exception, Mm. uh, uh, was a disciple. Moses was a disciple. Uh, the, the young man that he, he raised, uh, who Joshua. led uh, mm-hmm. uh, who led people into the promised land, was a disciple Joshua. Mm-hmm. You can go throughout the Old Testament, the New Testament. Every person that he used mightily was a disciple. And then finally, he left his work with the disciples. Uh, he didn't leave leave it with anyone as he left with disciples. After he had traced his, his disciples, he committed his work to to them, and he, he went to heaven. Those six reasons, there could be others, but those are six compelling reasons that show us that discipleship is important, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. extremely important. But unfortunately, people don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's... Mm-hmm. Yes. No, 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 I was going to say, maybe that, you know, 
you know that that, that uh, popular saying that uh, when the uh, purpose of a thing is not known, then uh, abuse is inevitable. Maybe re- maybe really what, what what is actually the missing link is that if we understood more, if we if we if if it was taught more, if it was common a culture for us to teach more on discipleship, maybe we would not be having the gap of not wanting to focus and invest in discipleship. You have said it very well. The uh, devil is afraid of discipleship. Uh, when someone is properly discipled, that person becomes focused, laser uh, focused, and that person becomes exceptionally effective. Mm and it becomes a threat to the enemy. You are right that uh, when something is not known, it is abused. Mm-hmm. Uh, even more so when uh, people think they know something when they don't know it. It is bastardized. It is, uh, it is distorted. Many churches run programs, they call it discipleship, and they are not discipleship. Uh, they could be given other names. For an example, my church, they've got a program for people once when they are preparing to be baptized and be taken into membership. Then they are uh, taken to so-called discipleship. But uh, that that program is not discipleship, currently speaking. It is a, a foundational uh, program to ground people in what we believe as Baptists. Uh, so it is misunderstood. It is known in the first place, misunderstood. And what frightens me is that discipleship was lost very early in the history of the church. Sure. Uh, if you look at the word discipleship, you find it in the Gospels, find it in Acts, but you don't find it in uh, after the book of Acts, the word discipleship is not mentioned, discipleship. So early in the life of the church, it was lost, and the church got lost. Uh, it really got lost. Uh, then it was discovered in the, um, during the Reformation period for some time. It got lost again. Mm. It has now been discovered. It is my prayer that it won't be lost. Hmm. Maybe let me ask that. So, so I mean, you know, that's that's fascinating for me because one of the reasons, I mean, you've just taught us that uh, one of the, the reasons why uh, discipleship is important is because Paul uh, himself focused on disciple, and we see it. It's evident, you know, Timothy, my son, Titus. We see mm-hmm. it, you know, and we, we see, see we see how he was able to disciple people as well as churches. So we we see that, right? Um, and prepare churches to be able to disciple their nations. But now, if he was discipling, then how come? Why was discipleship lost during that period of time when he was expanding the church throughout the globe? Uh, we sometimes uh, don't realize that we are in a fierce spiritual warfare. Okay. Uh, the enemy uh, does not want things that are important to be known. Take, for an example, the issue of salvation. Salvation is not known by many churches. 
Even churches that used to preach salvation, they preach a diluted salvation. Today, when someone says he or she is saved, you're not sure if he's saved or not. For they are saved, they are fornicating, they are saved, they are committing adultery. They are saved, they are lying, they are saved, they are committing fraud. You ask, from what have have these people been saved? Hmm. So the enemy always hides what will help people. I could say that's the reason. Uh, That's the reason why um, discipleship and many other very important teachings Mm -hmm. have got lost. It's because the enemy knows that if these things... You see, discipleship is, is defined as God's family's training program. Wow. Discipleship is the training program of the family of God. And therefore, the enemy is fighting. He's fighting that. But what is amazing, there are some terms that are close, close akin to discipleship, even though they are not quite discipleship. Mm-hmm. We speak of mentorship. Uh, mentorship is closely related to discipleship. And in the corporate world, anyone who becomes something is someone who has been mentored. Mm-hmm. Then we speak of coaching. Then we coin them together, mentoring and coaching. And in the corporate world, mentoring and coaching, there are books and books and books that are written on mentoring and coaching. Mm. And uh, people who become gurus in the corporate world, the people have been mentored and, co- and coached. Sure. And uh, But we don't realize that uh, uh, people who become something in the kingdom of God are people who have been properly mm. uh, Discipled, that's the term we use. Because the term discipleship is much broader than the word coaching mm. and mentoring. It's much broader, it's more encompassing. And uh, But we don't realize that. We, don't, we just don't uh, realize that. And that to our detriment. Discipleship is very important. Sure. So... Uh, uh, in places where they're doing discipleship, they have impacted their countries in ways that you cannot believe, in ways that are totally incredible. And if I were to tell you what they're doing in those countries, you would say, I'm a liar. <laughs> uh, you would. You would, unless I were to take you and see discipleship in operation, where kings and chiefs are disabled. Mm. I mean kings, traditional kings. Mm. <clears throat> and then traditional kings themselves uh, are, are, are discipling uh, those who are close to them, city, uh, those are headsmen, and headsmen disciple tribes. And I had kings giving testimonies of what discipleship has done in their, in their domains. Then we find people who are politicians in very big positions, ministers mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the various government positions who are discipled and are discipling others. You'll find people who are um, premiers of states, they call them governors, mm. uh, governors not of, of states, 
who are disciples and who are discipling there. And they are achieving incredible things. And when I see these things in other countries, I become envious. <laughs> I'm saying to myself, where shall these things come to our country? But because in South Africa, we like fluffy things. That's why every false prophet is thriving in South Africa. They are not South Africans as prophets, most of them. Mm. Their names are Lukaku, and they've got funny names. They are not South Africans. Uh, I mean, unfamiliar names, but they are thriving in South Africa. Because they like lies, we like things that are fluffy, we like things that are superficial. Now, discipleship is serious, mm. and the people don't like something that, that is serious. But that has funny was Lula, we are the instant generation, you know, about twenty six. Yes, about twenty six so when I'm slanging with none and tell by tomorrow and bend the tetangas lini zamanyani yabo like yeah. But let me ask this question. No, oh by the way, bishop next week. Yeah, yes, no, definitely. That's 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 what characterizes uh, our generation. But you know, maybe let me reverse those words. We are not characterized by, by that because we've just prayed, uh, you know, very strongly for the church and we, and we, we continue to pray that uh, enlightenment the Lord must help the church. Yes, no, enlightenment must fall upon us data. Let me ask this question. You know, whenever you talk about how discipleship is impacting and 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 making waves in other countries, yes, we do get envious, but now we are also you know, without making an excuse, there's a uniqueness about South Africa because we're such a diverse nation. And of course, the whole democracy has been taken to its absolute um, length, if I should put it that way, because we, we, we put all excessive. sorts of... Yes, it's excessive that we put all sorts of rights, you know, before the actual needs of the people. So maybe to help us, maybe where we need to popularize a discipleship is within the unit of family data maybe because if every family is 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 being discipled if every uh head of the family is discipling their family that's the quickest way to have a nation that is focusing on discipleship uh when we talk about discipleship we'll talk about natural um natural Spheres for discipleship. Mm. Uh, discipleship starts in the family, if we, we know. For an example, mm-hmm. when I discovered discipleship, my, I became very sad that I had not discipled my children. Wow. I thought that when I take them to church, they will become right. Mm. Uh, when I have that uh, 15, 20 minutes, family altar mm. at night when they are tired and uh, <laughs> they doze off and so forth. I thought they were right. But to sit down with them and actually I use the word and that word is not wrong and indoctrinate them. Mm. Teach them about the doctrine of the word of God. They turn out differently. Uh, so it starts at home. Uh, it is the uh First of all, the the man must be a sound uh, Christian. Mm. And then the man must disciple his wife, literally disciple his wife. Wow. And then the wife who is closer to the children, disciple the children. 
And obviously, both of them disabled the children. And then a friend disabled each other. That's another natural place for discipleship. Mm-hmm. And then ministers, churches, must disciple their members. And then it goes now to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see discipleship taking place in the marketplace. But if it does not start at home, it does not go to the church. Mm. It will not go to the world. Uh, that's the problem. And But how do we do it if we don't know it? Mm. We don't even know that it exists. We don't even know its importance. Uh, that's the thing. So- but if we were to teach discipleship, not emotionally mm. uh, and superficially, if we're to teach it, I'm really praying that I could have a TV station. I used to have a, a program on TVN, mm-hmm. uh, which was called Leaders of Excellence. Mm-hmm. If I would have a, a program where I would focus on discipleship mm. and teach it very faithfully until people get it and they embrace it, and then they see it work it, working wonders as it works wonders. Take Christ taking ordinary fishermen who are known as barbarians. Hmm. These guys were fishermen, and fishermen were, it was the lowest uh, trade. Hmm. Uh, even today, fishermen are not highly ranked people. But they changed the world upside down. When they came, they says, here comes those who are turning the world upside down. Sure. Men like Peter writing two books. Make like John writing, uh, is it five books? Mm. Uh, and many others. Ordinary people. Yes, there were doctors like Dr. Luke. There were intelligent people like Paul who, who were disciples. But most of them were ordinary people. But they had such an impact. And these were the people who became apostles. I mean, apostles now. Mm. I mean, true apostles. I don't mean. <laughs> I mean apostles. You don't mean 21st really century mean apostles, Tata? I, I would... mean real apostles. <laughs> and the people who became the foundation of the church, these people were, they were disciples. Hmm. And then they became apostles. I'll tell Discipleship you. produces mm-hmm. leaders of quality. Leaders who are very, very, very effective. Extremely effective. Now, people don't like it because it's something you don't hop in and hop out of discipleship. Something that you do it for the rest of your life, albeit at various levels. Mm. Um, So, um, discipleship is important. It is. Extremely important. Another thing that makes people not to be focused on it is because discipleship is voluntary. Yeah, you are not forced to be a disciple. Mm-hmm. And then people think that something that is voluntary is not important. Dada, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Maybe, maybe, let me just uh, twist it around a little bit. Indoni discipleship, Dada, exactly what is discipleship? And I'll tell you why. Because... I feel like sometimes there are people who naturally disciple without knowing that they are actually discipling. 
you know. So, so maybe if we understood what discipleship is. Actually, I'm going to be teaching later on that types of discipleship. Okay. Structured discipleship versus unstructured discipleship. Okay. Direct discipleship versus indirect discipleship. Discipleship um, can be defined in many ways, but let me say that discipleship is a life helping another life. Okay. Yes, that's... that's where then you're saying that there are people uh, who are discipling not knowing that they are discipling. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that when you do something and you don't know that you're doing it, then you don't do it that well. Yes, um, there's no goal. Be, yes, there's yes, no measurement. Yes, there's no goal. There's no measurement. It's not systematic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's done haphazardly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a life helping life. It is a Jethro helping a Moses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is a Moses helping a Joshua. It is a Mordecai helping mm-hmm. an Esther. It is an Elijah helping Elisha. So it is a life-helping life. You, you, but number two, mm-hmm. but it's life-touching life. Mm-hmm. Now, discipleship, it's a program that conforms people to the image of Christ. Mm. It's a program that makes people to be Christ-like. When we come there, uh, I'll be giving you scriptures. We'll look at scriptures. Mm-hmm. It's important that we look at scriptures. Uh, is conformity to Christ, is becoming like Christ in character, hmm. in conduct, and in actions. Uh, discipleship, as I said, is God's family training program. Wow. God designed discipleship for his family. Mm-hmm. It teaches you the values of the kingdom of God. We shout and shout about the kingdom of God. But we don't know the we don't exhibit the qualities of the kingdom of God. Mm. I was talking to my wife about the British royalty. Mm-hmm. My wife was surprised to talk about this young man called William, <laughs> the brother of Harry. They were saying that uh, his son was not behaving like royalty. <laughs> he was not for, for he was not following protocols. <laughs> he is a young child. What's uh, shout him to one? But uh, it is not behaving like a royalty. Hmm. So if uh, people who are part of the British royalty are trained in how to talk and how to behave and how to do things, why shouldn't the people who belong to the kingdom of God be trained? Hmm. So that's why we have for people who belong to the kingdom who, who behave like rascals. <laughs> it's because they've not been trained. They've not been trained. They, so it's a training program for yeah. those who belong to the kingdom of God, trained in kingdom values, trained in kingdom ethics, mm. trained in kingdom protocols, uh, trained in kingdom uh, operational practices. Mm-hmm. It's training. Uh, that's, that's discipleship. It's where you are trained. Mm-hmm. How do you behave as a child? So we find people who belong to the kingdom behaving like people who are well, worldly, just people who don't belong, who belong to the kingdom of faith. So people can't differentiate between those who belong to the kingdom of God and those who belong to the kingdom of the devil because they are not, they are not trained. 
Wow. And then there are, there are other definitions, uh, yeah. learning, uh, following, uh, imi- imitating Christ. Thank you, Dada, but, for that. Mm-hmm. But, but the, the symbol one is life, touching life. Mm-hmm. It is life shaping another life. It's iron sharpening iron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's discipleship. No, thank you for that insight. Uh, I think it's very helpful. So next week, uh, we will focus on the purpose then of discipleship. I do have a couple of questions that have come through from, from our conversation uh, this morning, maybe just to give you a, a couple to think through. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's really to the fact that uh, if, if, we, if we are to say that um, we are not discipling and that's why people are behaving the way they, you know, there's you know, a degree of lawlessness in the kingdom, um, I mean, how does that fit in with the whole thing of come as you are, you know, uh, you know, those who are weary must come in. And I'm not making, I'm not making uh, light of scripture, but I'm really just understanding that Christ calls us as we are. Um, and he calls us to a kingdom where we find rest. So at what point then are we, are we supposed to be subjected to training so to speak that's the first question and then the second who exactly is supposed to 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 disciple in the kingdom in the family we understand we've just been taught but when we come to the kingdom what sort of structure is supposed to be followed in order for discipleship to happen i think let's deal with those next week Dada. um yeah and then we can get into the purpose of discipleship those are, those are important we can deal with them quickly uh, no, uh, we, we, in, we, in the beginning, the next week, yes. Oh, okay, fabulous. And then get, get and continue to discipleship. I just pray that we're not just learning it out of curiosity, but mm-hmm. we're learning it because we believe that uh, God wants, wants to help us through it. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Even that, Dada, is, is actually funny enough. Even that, you know, learning how to take, uh, make the things of God importance, even that is a function of discipleship. You know, we, as a, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for your time. We will catch up with you next week. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dada. Uh, Professor Vianin Dindili, my family, um, he's vindindili at gmail.com. If you'd like to chat with him outside of this platform. Otherwise, we are Let's Praise Him here on Radio Pulpit. We love you. We appreciate you, my family, and we pray that you continue to thrive in the month of February. Uh, we've been praying that we would go into industry and uh, we would be fruitful and continue to multiply and to take advantage of the opportunities that are available for us to establish ourselves in business and in industry so that we can be those disciples that are able to display the kingdom of God. So we'll catch up next week and uh, in the meantime we pray for those prayer requests to Bab Matlangu Usis Queen praying for the church and um, we are praying for Usis Brenda's sister and her family and also let's just keep Prof uh, in our prayers my family and uh, yeah we'll catch up with you next week. Have a blessed and fruitful week ahead. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za.
The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za. Or phone us during office hours. 012-334-1200. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM.